Welcome to Health Hackers episode 22. I am Gemma Evans. I'm a journalist here in the UK, and this is my series devoted to getting inside the minds of some of the most pioneering people in health and wellness. I'm recording this week's episode at the headquarters for the NFL in London because my guest, if you're watching the video episode, you can see her smiling next to me. My guest is Charity Morgan. She has been described as the chef turning an NFL team vegan. Not only is she an expert in plant-based cooking, but she's also the wife of Tennessee Titans player Derek Morgan. And she's with us for the next 30 minutes discussing all things plant-based. Um, Charity, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Here's where I want to begin. Right On your Instagram profile, you describe yourself as a plegan chef. Mm, let's get that, that out of the way earlier. Right? What does it mean to be a plegan? Being a plegan is um, my own word that I came up with, just Xing out animal pr- uh, products and dairy and eggs out of your diet without, without all of the pressure of saying you're vegan. And I came up with that word because it was very hard and I didn't want to fit in this box of this vegan lifestyle. And people were like, well, you can't call yourself vegan because you guys play with a pigskin and, you know, know your player has on yeah right and your player there's a guy he has on leather shoes and it's like I didn't want to get picked apart I want a safe place for players to feel and not even players for people to feel like hey let me try this no meat no dairy thing without all the scrutiny Uh it's it's more it's very um, encompassed inviting and all inclusive. Who who went plegan first? Was it you or Derek? Derek. Like, tell us the story. How did this happen? Derek. Um, everyone thinks that I guess because women have so much influence over a man's uh, diet now they eat. Everyone's like, oh, so uh, how did you get Derek? I'm like, oh, no. no idea. You made him. No, it's <laughs> the other way around. So Derek. Um, I have to give you the backdrop. Do it. Okay. I want to hear it. Yeah. So the backdrop of an athlete. Athletes are always looking to improve who they are, even at your top. Even Michael Jordan, at the top of his game, is going to look into how can he be better. You don't just stay here as an athlete plateau, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. it's You just don't stay here. You're always looking to get better. So for Derek, he, he was talking to a nutritionist and was like, you know, I just want my energy levels higher, and I want to feel better. I'm going into my eighth year in the NFL, which by far he's already broke the mold. Like the statistics of an NFL player is no longer than three years, I think it is. Oh, really? Because we don't know much about that here in the UK. Yes. Eight years, yes. wow. I can educate you on a little bit oh, of God, backdrop of football. Um, it's three years. So Derek already broke that mold when he became five years, six years, seven years. And he was like, I'm going to keep going. As long as my body's willing, I'm going to go. So how can I improve my energy, my health? And she said, hey, have you ever thought about giving it meat and dairy? He was like, no. Why would one do that? This is a nutritionist. Thing. Yeah, a nutritionist. Yeah. And Derek, is a, he's a scholar. 
He's a very smart guy. People don't know this about him. He's like a 4.0 student. He uh, retrieved his MBA while he was in the NFL. He did a program during the NFL season. So he's just a very smart guy. So whenever you tell him to do something, he's just not going to do it. He's going to research it, research it, and then research it some more. After all that research, he decided, he said, okay, I'm going to try this. And then looking into that whole spectrum of plant-based, he discovered that a lot of elite athletes were doing this. Like, Tom Brady eats plant-based most of the, of the time. And these amazing athletes were just giving up meat or have been doing it for a long time. So he tried it and he didn't do it to say, hey, I'm going to be plant-based for the rest of my life. He did it and loved the way he felt. And um, I jumped on with him. I said, hey, if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. And if it's good enough for me after my research, it's good enough for my children as well. So we did it as a family. So what? how did you go about changing? Did you just go, right, that's it, cut out all meat and dairy? Or were you like, we'll do it gradually? Derek did it cold turkey because okay. the mind of an athlete is not the same as me. I am the mind of most of your viewers and your listeners. I can relate to you people. I'm not an alien. My husband is. He is cold turkey. He can say, you can say, hey, I bet you you can't do this for 30 days. And he's the kind of person that's like, yes, I can. And easy. <laughs> They're so disciplined and so committed. And to okay, play at this level, to get to, to an athlete, you have to be that. Yeah. So for me, it was like, um, it was very easy for me. Weird, but it was easy for me to give up beef, chicken, mm-hmm. turkey, bacon. The hard thing for me was seafood. I oh, love my salmon. Yeah. I was loving crab and shrimp and that and cheese. Oh, yeah. That was so hard for me. So I just gradually did it. And then um, I just got to, I think it was like week two. I was like, screw it. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to go wholeheartedly with this. And I did it, and I did it to support my husband, and I also did it because I struggled with digestion. And Mm. weirdly enough, it cured my digestion issues, and I didn't know that that was a cure for it. That's really interesting. Because some people say that with a plant-based diet, they get a bit more gassy sometimes, and then that bothers them from a digestive point of view. But you found the opposite. Yeah. I mean, then it's... It could be the fiber. Fiber. Mm-hmm. It can be so many different things. Like people actually have food sensitivities, and what are is it? Is it the vegetables, or are they doing too much carbs, and they're having a lot of pastas, and it's the gluten that is because if I eat too much gluten, I'm bloated. Like my body hates it. Mm-hmm. So you just got to really... And everyone's got such a unique microbiome. Yes. There are all these different kind of factors. So So many. What kind of foods were you cooking for Derek in the early days then? And I guess still now, like what would be a breakfast? Okay, for him, he loved like omelets and I would make spinach and cheese omelets. And, you know, if I made chili the night before, I would make a chili cheese omelet and some roasted potatoes, hash brown. He loves pancakes. And I would do different flavors of pancakes, sweet potato pancakes, and um, different French yeah. toast. And and then with the plegan diet, what were you using instead of eggs so, and cheese? So my one of my favorite, um, I do this like little medley of like um, sweet potatoes, um, 
black beans and whatever I have. And it's like, and I put bell peppers, onions, and chipotle peppers, and I season it with with chili powder. And it's like this like nice little Mexican flavor and mm-hmm. cumin. And then I'll make some tofu eggs, and I'll make that like this big scramble, and I'll make breakfast tacos out of that. Tofu eggs. Yes, oh you God, can. So tofu eggs is you take tofu, you press out all of the water, and then um, you crumble it in the pan, and you're cooking it with, you could do bell peppers and onions. Um, you put uh, chili powder. You could add nutritional yeast. It gives it that nice, like, creamy, cheesy taste. And this is the key. It's black salt. It's sulfuric salt. It's salt that has a sulfur smell, and it gives it an egg smell. Oh, wow. Yeah, the sulfur smell. Yeah, it's knack. It's Indian for knack salt, but it's just black sulfur salt. You put that in it, nutritional yeast, and like a half a teaspoon of turmeric it literally turns it and looks like scrambled eggs this it's yellow really it, it looks look if it if your eyes say that it's eggs and your palate says it's eggs it's eggs <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the the way that the diet then affected Derek's performance because it must have been good because you were sold on it yes um, increased energy way better sleep and lower inflammation so inflammation is that thing if you have high inflammation markers whether it's an injury whether it's a disease whether it's cancer wherever there's inflammation and I'm not a doctor let me quote this I am not a doctor I am hands down I am a student of life that I just love information and I dive into it I just love information so when you research illnesses sicknesses bronchitis whatever it may be it is inflammation of that mm-hmm. of that area in your body so when you bring down inflammation you're reducing that illness you're reducing that cancer you're reducing injury to that area now hands down the NFL and playing American football it's a 100% guaranteed injury sport and so they don't they're understand always that. continuously inflamed. They must be the yeah. training, the yeah. injuries. You're you're always hurt. Mm-hmm. My husband is dealing with an injury right now, but you're lowering that those chances. And even when you do get hurt, your recovery and it's you got to think about this. Like when you're tearing muscle, like in uh, there are studies that like two guys can have the same injury, but. The guy that ate plant-based, the injury is less, the tear is less, and you recover faster. Your body's healing faster. Now, how did this then spread to the rest of the team? Because how many how many NFL Tennessee Titans players are you currently cooking for? Fifteen. Fifteen of them. Okay, right. So, so it fl- word it's got so- out. And they yeah. were like, we want some of this. So what happened, and I would have more, and I was just talking about this earlier. Like, the saddest thing is when I, the way I lose a player is like a sad way of how I lose them. And it's usually from uh, an injury, an injury that takes them out for the entire season. Oh, or they get released from the team. And I literally had had four of those this year. So I had two releases in the last two weeks two, three weeks, two of my players got released. And then the, and during camp, two of them had injuries. But in the early days when Derek and you were giving this diet a go, how did it spread to his 
teammates. So Derek's a very introvert guy. He's not like me. He's not like gonna fill up the room and talk to anyone. I am. I love to talk to. <laughs> There's people. nothing wrong with that. I love people. He's kind of like really quiet, and he kind of is one of those people that lead by example. So it wasn't like, hey, look at my salad. <laughs> hey, look at my vegan enchiladas that I'm eating. It was just like, hey, this is what I'm eating, and guys were like, hey, what is that? Like. Bro, that smells really good. What are you eating? Oh, this is a vegan uh, lasagna my wife made. Oh, my God, that smells so good. He he told me that he remembers a time cutting a burger eight ways or four or eight ways to, here, try this. And he got, like, a little piece that he literally was just sharing and showing people, like, this is what I'm eating. They were like, oh, my God, that's so good. Like, could your wife make me one, too? And then it started that way, and it started with three players. And to this day, I love those three players because they actually set the tone for other guys to want to try. So those three players went to other players like, oh, okay, what, all right, I'll try that. From three players to five, players of five to eight to 10 to 11 to 12, and it just kept growing. Did the team have catering staff already in position? Yes. So were they like, who's this wife taking our business away? I don't know what they're like, <laughs> and I didn't care. I didn't care. I, I literally am one of those people. I don't care. I, I do th- I. I did this for my husband. And then I'm just a loving, compassionate, giving person back. I mean, my name's Charity. I mean, I have to give back. And... When I did it, I did it into for helping people. Mm. I didn't think about what the team thought, any of that. It was just like, look, I'm providing a service that is helping guys. And look, maybe you guys will benefit off of it as the team. And, hey, we did pretty well last season. Oh, my God. Well, that was the first time yes. we went to the playoffs let's in 15 about, years. Yeah, let's talk about this. So you, the team made the playoffs for the first time in nearly 15 years. Yes. And how long have they been on your diet at that point? That was that was their first season. Wow. So this is season two of the guys eating that way. And so. I'm not saying, oh, they went to the the playoffs because of me, but my my whole objective is to show people I did not hurt them. It didn't hurt them, and who knows? Did it make them better? It was, no one can say. No one could say that your diet didn't take them to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, that is a big question. But I'm not that kind of person that's going to say, oh, they went because of me. It was because of me. No, we'll just, other yeah. people can say that for you. Um, do you think, then, that you are now sold on a plant-based diet? Like, this is it forever now for you yes. and Derek and your yes. family. And what do you have to consider when you are putting together a meal for an athlete? It's not just like a meal for like that I would eat. It's got to be, I'm guessing, high level of protein. Because a lot of people yes. make that assumption that, oh, but athletes have to eat animal protein, but you're proving that they don't. Mm-hmm. So how do you kind of make up a plate or a dish? So it is done by creativity first, which is weird. And then I add in uh, various amounts of protein and I add lots of it and people are like protein you're not eating a meat so what do you mean protein I'm cutting the middleman out okay the strongest animals of the world are elephants rhinos and gorillas I mean pound for pound weight for weight strength for strength those are the strongest animals of the world and what are they 
they're vegan, they're plant-based. I've never heard that analogy before, but it just does seem really logical. It, it's so <laughs> logical. Think about it. Like, a gorilla is super defined. You can see the muscles on a gorilla, and you they're not going around eating steaks. They're eating plants. And when you see studies, studies show you that it's not the animal that has its protein. The animals, like cows, which are plant-based, are getting their protein from the actual vegetables that they're eating, the grass and Mm. the plants. So we're cutting the middleman out. And so when I'm building these bowls and these meals for them, it's it's calorie-dense, too. That's important. Especially during camp. People were like, oh, do you ever care about calories? No, these guys are burning 8,000 plus calories a day. So what's camp? Is that training camp? Training camp. Where they're just working out all day long. They're training all day long. Physically, in the hottest days of summer. It's humid. They're just, like, I've been able to wring out my husband's t-shirt before. Because that's how wet he is and just fill a perspiration so they're burning a lot of calories so that's during that time of year i don't care about calories they don't care about calories they just want to eat that's when they can get two and three desserts a week but now throughout the season we want to make sure they make their weight because in the nfl every guy has a weight class which people don't understand oh no i didn't know that so i think my husband's weight class is like anywhere between two 60 to 267, I want to say Derek's is. It, I know it changed at some point. So you don't want it to make it too fattening and too mm. calorie dense, like pasta, pasta, pasta every day, to where they're checking in as overweight because that costs them. Yeah. Like they actually get fined for being too overweight. And with different players, yeah. you're having to tailor each dish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that as example, I had a receiver on um, the team, and he was he wanted to be plant based, but he wanted low carbs. So you're like, what does that look like? So I would do like on burger days for them, he would have his In and Out style burger, but instead of a of a all this you know the vegan um, hamburger bun, mm. I'd wrap it in lettuce, or I'll do oh. it a, a a burger bowl. It'll be mixed greens, and it'll have all these salad components with a big, huge patty on top with the burger sauce, the caramelized onions, and he loved it. So it was making a couple of variations for a couple players because yeah. your, re- your receiving re- receivers and your offense guys are usually a little smaller than your defense guys. Mm-hmm. Defense guys are bigger. They, can, they, they would take that same burger with the bun and make it a double. Double, yeah. double burger, double cheese. <laughs> you know, I've had all kinds of guests on the show who have been. Um, we've had another vegan. She was an ultra marathon runner, record breaking. Mm. Um, we've had ketogenic. Um, one lady was carnivore, Michaela Peterson. She eats only beef and found that that has uh, got rid of her autoimmune disorders. Um, we've had vegetarians, flexitarians, and whenever I have a guest on. They do. They, they talk about their diet, and the common thread is that they they think that that is, is what has worked for them. Do you think that everybody is so different and unique that they're? I do. But do you also think that plant based diets can work for everyone? Yes, I do. And so then, do you think that is because? 
they're cutting out the animal products. Like, is the animal product the problem? Or do you think it's just the plant-based living and cutting out junk food and other stuff they might have been eating before? That's the secret. Yeah, it is a, it is a double like, fault. Is it the meat that's the bad I've thing? I've seen people lose weight by just taking out the junk food and they still eat meat so i i want to be very transparent and honest about this this question because i mean that's just me but um a lot of and when people say oh i'm trying keto and keto um is done great for me i lost so much weight and it's like yeah you're gonna lose weight you're gonna lose weight on keto that's no question but what else are you what else are you losing or giving up? Mm-hmm. Because you're hiring, you're you're upping like all this meat and and what is what quality meat are you getting? Mm-hmm. And what is it doing to your arteries? So it's it's different ways to look at it. Like I've read studies that keto is good, but it's not good long term, and it's not good for people that are over a certain age because it will actually. It, after a certain age, our arteries are more clogged than normal, and those it's not able to like flush out all that fat. So, I mean that it's and such a controversial. There are arguments either side. Yeah, right? and I I don't subscribe to arguments. I don't subscribe to concepts. It's a great way to be. I no, that's why I plegan. So keep your arguments to yourself because <laughs> I won't get involved. Yeah. It's a great way to be. <laughs> because you know what? I'm never gonna I'm never gonna win an argument. But you can win facts. And I guess there are certain can, facts out there. I guess you can win what works for you as well. Yeah. The guest I had on the other day, he's an author over here in Britain. He's a nutritionist. He was vegan for 20 years. And then at some point, he just started to not feel so great anymore. So then he started eating fish and meat again. And it's just a complete choice. And he was like, you know, it wasn't that he wanted to give up being vegan. He was like, it just felt right, right. for me at the time. And right. things just change. And I guess what works for you is the most important thing. Um, when you are making meals for these athletes, do you have to, uh, or are you told by nutritionists to kind of include certain nutrients, or do you have to think about B12 supplements, or do you just go with your creative street? I go with creativity, and then, like, let's just say um, it's pumpkin season, and I want to make something with pumpkin. I mean, we already know, like, pumpkin is high in beta carotene, and it has a lot of its own, you know, nutritional dense, you know, properties. But I go with the creativity, and then I go, okay, so how can I add, you know, more nutrients and more healthy fats? And, oh, I'm going to throw some avocado in it. Oh, I'm going to add some hemp seeds to that. Oh, I'm going to make that paste out of lentil paste. I'm going to make my own, you know, I'm going to take nuts and I'm going to puree them and make a cheese sauce. Like, I'm slowly adding and creativity. It's, I'm such an unorthodox chef. If you watch me in the kitchen, I might make other chefs like, that's not the way to do it. No, it's this is my way to do it. I, I want to add that you are a professional chef. I am a professional, professional chef. trained chef. Yeah. And but I've created my own mold. I've created my own box because I don't in my box doesn't have a lid because I don't believe in a box. I believe that you're always growing, you're always changing, and that's why I love the plant-based diet for me and for me as a chef, because it made me so much more creative. It was like, instead of making buffalo chicken and buffalo cauliflower, what else What else can I buffalo? If you look on my page, I started making buffalo vinaigrette. 
like literally like I can make a buffalo vinaigrette I can make buffalo broccoli um I would even like do buffalo cheese I like it made me go what else buffalo can I, anything buffalo <laughs> anything vegetable anything I'll fry it I'll roast it I'll steam it I'll saute it I'll puree it I'll do anything because you think about the meats most people eat a combination of what most people wait four to five meats well, across a week yeah yeah I mean there's a lot of repetition yeah once people find like a chicken that they like or a certain type of steak yeah they, I mean I'm guilty of it four myself to, you, four to you, five you, right you how many thing. meats you eat about four to five a week yeah I would say four to five across two weeks three weeks yeah. right but if I told you that they're just to think about a different shift and not what you're giving up but what you're gaining and I told you it's I don't even remember the number. It's like over 22,000 known plants that you can eat to mankind. It's like, oh, instead of putting myself in this little box of what Mm. can't I eat, why don't I open up my mind to what can I eat? Mm. And let's start exploring. And that's how I am as a person and as a chef. Let me go to the Asian market. What is this? What's a soursop? Oh, what is jackfruit? Like, Start educating yourself on things that are out there that you yeah. never knew about. And we're hearing so much more about how great diversity is for the gut microbiome. Like yes. eating more different kinds of foods is yes. so good for your uh, gut health. Which is your second brain. Yeah, and which is largely uh, what controls immunity in the body as well. Absolutely. So it's all good stuff, good to hear. So going back to the, the cooking for the athletes, how many times a day do you have to feed them? So every day... Talk about they, them like they're animals. Feed yeah. them, but you know, how many times a day do they eat? Is what I mean. So whenever they're in the facility, they're eating. I'm sending them a meal. I didn't get to cook for them yesterday because I was on the plane. And I left on uh, a day before them. I left on Tuesday. Left, they left yesterday. We should say that you're here from Nashville with the team. Yeah. Like, so you're here cooking for them. No, I'm not here cooking for them. They're here. And they're, they're actually 45 minutes away from here. Like oh. traffic. So I'm just here. I'm. They're going to be missing your feet though. I hope so. <laughs> I know my husband is. Sounds like they he need it. He's going to be, he's like, oh my God, I need your food right now. Oh. So, so yeah, yeah, you were saying how many times a day? Are you so if they're in the facility, I'm making them a lunch um, and I drop it off every day freshly made it's not like no meal plans and I'm making a week's worth of meals and I'm dropping it off Whoa. for the week every day they get a fresh meal and by the time they get it it's nine times out of ten it's still hot it's still warm it just came out the oven I cut it and I plated it and I threw it jumped in the car and delivered it um, you're cooking this in your own kitchen yeah but I have a very high end kitchen okay. and I, I can imagine professional chef yeah I literally I re renovated my kitchen to accommodate how yeah. I want to cook so I have like a whole wolf range and double oven I fit my my oven fits a full size sheet pan wow. like all that I have a, you know, industrial refrigerator, everything. So before a game, is there like a, a window where they're not allowed to eat? Is it like, oh, we have to have a meal and then three hours before kickoff? Or no, it's, no every player is different. Um, my husband, it's really simple. He like he if it was up to him, he'll probably eat like a a breakfast burrito. I'll make like those tofu yeah. eggs, or I'll make chickpea eggs. Oh, out of chickpea flour. 
it looks like scrambled eggs and like different um, I could add chickpeas black beans any kind of beans some greens some hummus like remember those layers of protein that you can add like all these different things that I'm saying is protein so he's getting different components of it big burrito will that be like a few hours before the game yeah you don't want to eat too close to the game because they're, they're nerves, you know? Yeah. They are human beings. They have nerves. They get nervous for the game. They don't want to feel too sluggish. They want to be light on their feet. So I remember dropping off about 9 a.m. The game starts probably about 12. Okay. So, you know, you could, you know, about a three-hour window. Yeah. And have you had any interest from uh, rival teams who are like, oh, I actually have. Secret? I have. I've had people reach out to me and ask me, is there another you in Los Angeles? How can I find another you in New York? And uh, it's just so sad because it's only one of me. I'm a one-man business. Like, people get mad because I don't post recipes as often. I'm like, you have no idea. And I'm, a, I'm still a mother, too. So... I have a lot going on. Yeah, I have a lot going on, and I that's my next goal. So what? Yeah, what is next for you? I mean, you're gonna have to expand. You're gonna have to release. I want a cookbook. We got You got to do a cookbook. I want a cookbook so bad. Like that's my goal. I have a cookbook. I already have my recipes and everything. I started formulating my recipes okay. and typing it all. I registered my name, and now I just got to walk into the publishing world and find out how to get it out there. You will do this. And can anybody look you up and look at your recipes? Where can yeah, you find so you? I'm on um, Instagram. It's my most utilized platform, and it's just at Chef Charity Morgan. And I am on there for nothing more but inspiration. Look on there and see how can you eat? How can you swap out some things and eat more like an like a plant-based diet and how every single meal that I'm posting is things that I actually make for the guys or my family yeah. so it's an athlete eating it so it's not like something I'm just making for myself I'm making it they're eating it this is how to eat like an NFL athlete mm-hmm. and uh, just remind us again of your Instagram and Twitter so my handle. Instagram is at chef charity Morgan C-H-E-F charity C-H-A-R-I-T-Y Morgan M-O-R-G-A-N I have a website which is www.chefcharitymorgan.com and I do have recipes on there okay. and I started chef's tips things that make things easier <sighs> yeah, for you little and little tips but I'm going to be honest it's been like neglected because I've been really busy. you got so much going on. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck Thank and a team this, this month over here in the UK. Thank you. Um, if you want to get the show notes of this episode and a link to Charity's website with those recipes, head over to healthhackers.uk and I'll speak to you all again next time. Thank you. Bye.